That's right. We didn't get a rose, but we're still here. I'm your host, Mike Rosa. With me as always, my co-host. Why, hello. It is your boy, <laughs> Christopher Mejia Esquire. That's right. I did. That's right. Googling. OK, so wait a second. I did some Googling. Don't, I was supposed to bring it up and apologize to you. No, no. I'm not going to let you have that glory of appearing. Glory. As done, the glory of appearing as someone who's done the personal growth to admit when they're wrong. No, I'm going to rob that shit from you. All right. Take it from me. And I'm going to let you know. I Googled that shit. I did my research and the Esquire is a title anybody could have if they don't have another title that they can use. So everyone who thought I was wrong listening, lick my gooch. Sincerely yours, Christopher Mejia Esquire. Yeah, but hold on a second. We do have to clarify that this is the this is only British meaning because North American, it's a title appended to a lawyer's name, but British, a polite title appended to a man's name when no other title is used, typically in the address of a letter or other documents. Stop so, adding all this extra shit that makes it. All I'm like saying, right. all I'm saying, you're no, right. I'm right. You're right. I'm right. You're right. There. Let's stop there. We. That's right. We didn't get a rose, but we're still here. I'm your host, Mike Carosa Esquire. With me, as always, my co-host, Christopher Mejia Esquire. Actually, and I don't want to go week, by Esquire anymore. <laughs> uh, too late. This week, we're talking about Clayton Eckard's Esquire's uh, season of the bat. Excuse me, The Bachelor, season two. Season two, episode two. Body, I just got done a show after waiting on the bench to close it out the entire time. And you remember how um, being at the end of a show always seems so good because you'd be like, man, you're doing the longest. You're the star of the show. You're probably getting paid the most. No, uh, I get me on early so I can leave. Please. <laughs> I I will say I will say for all those listening who have who uh, do not do comedy themselves mm. are not comedians. Mm. Um, uh, Zoom comedy shows spur, spurred up in 2020 because we were all like, well, we still want to do comedy somehow. We would like to work on our craft. It would so be we nice. Like, Let's do Zoom meetings where we, we do comedy. Um, sure. And that was just basically an experience where we all found out like that's how much of an addiction to doing comedy we have, mm. where it was just like, how badly do you want to do comedy? Like really badly. A word? You want to hop on a Zoom call and tell jokes to muted strangers? Like, mm. it was, I don't think I've, I don't think, I think the only Zoom shows I've done mm-hmm. that I had fun were show Zoom shows that it wasn't me doing stand up. It was just more. Of oh like, yeah, like a panel. Oh, I love doing those. Well, those I mean, there's fun. hunk hunk with Mike Bridenstine. That podcast right. is a great time. That, um, or uh, I'm doing one of those on Friday. So this week, Friday, if you wanna, if you wanna catch a show, just message me online. I'll send you a link for it. It's called Battle of Wits. Elspeth Wright runs it, and it's just, I believe, it's free online. We're just streaming it on uh, from StreamYard, so I don't know where it is, but those are always fun. I love a good panel show. On Zoom, it's fine. Yeah, those are fun. And then, like, ones that I've done where I had to be high or drunk for, like, that was fun. Sure. But then just... Because then you're already home. Yeah, I'm already home. I'm already mm-hmm. chilling. But then, like, just actual, like, I'm doing stand-up. Terrible. Awful. Yeah, man. I mean... uh. I will say 
I enjoyed myself on this show. I did. Yeah, like right. save, uh, be business professional and save your spot on the Zoom show again. No, 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 no. I did have fun, but I had fun because I was doing my jokes. Like I haven't done bits in so long. I miss doing my bits. You know what I mean? Like, oh, when was the last time you got to do an in-person show? December 15th. Four, yeah, 15th. <laughs> Hold on. What? What do we got? Oh, we got some some uh, some background noise for from Chris's place, and it's uh, it's time to party over there. And so Chris is taking care of the background noise, and I'm Mike. I'm your host here, Chris Mahia Esquire. Yes, you heard right, Esquire. It's technically correct for the British, but we're gonna use it here because fucking why not? Let's you know he needs a win. He deserves a win. We love the boy. Let's give him the win. Chris Mejia Esquire. There he is. He's back. Um, so, uh, yeah, the show was fun. I missed doing my bits and I got to do some of them and I had new ones that I hadn't been able to test yet. And I got to and one of them did really well. And I'm like, sick. That's how I, that's how, you know. But today is not about that. In fact, today at we didn't get a rose. Actually, perfect segue at we didn't get a rose on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us there. That's where we post tweets and also uh, round up our favorite uh, social media posts, tweets on uh, tweets on Twitter, Instagram posts and whatnot. Uh, we we put them online. Chris Dunn's an, an incredible job on there. He curates the top stuff and uh, is just so funny watching live and uh, in another time zone, no less. You know what I mean? So like no idea how he's pulling this off, but good for us because it works. It works so well, and you're doing a great job, Chris. I love you, buddy. You're on mute now. Why are you muted? Why are you muted? You're muted. Oh, no. Chris is muted. <laughs> uh, I'm not editing anything. Uh, <laughs> so Chris is figuring out his tech. He's going to fiddle with it here for now, and then he's going to lift it up and then put it back in another way and then back over another way he hates that i'm doing this by the way i've been uh i watched all of dexter new blood and i gotta say i don't hate it i don't love it that's my review chris how you doing can you hear me now yes good oh my god uh thank you for the kind words uh also uh real quick before we even get into the episode uh you gotta do your plugs once oh yeah uh follow me at topher mejia t-o-p-h-e-r-m-e-j-i-a at uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitch. Uh, so, two things of uh, Bachelor news. Uh, first and foremost, uh, Blake Hortzman, uh, aka Blake from Becca Cuffring season, who got yeah, who was the runner-up, and also, Bachelor in Paradise, uh, Bachelor in Paradise ho, uh, yeah, Blake. Uh, it has been dating uh, G uh, from Love Is Blind. Uh, oh my God, what's her name? Uh, she was like the girl who uh, G Gabelli. Oh, Janina. Janina, there we go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know how words work. 
but yeah, they have reportedly been dating uh, because and the, pe- the way people figured out was that they were taking a lot of Instagram stories in the same places. Uh, and um, that's for real. That's how people figured it out. Yeah. So it was just like, for example, uh, Blake took a selfie in his bathroom and then she posted a selfie in the background that looked like to be in a bathroom too. And the background looked exactly the same as Blake's uh, bathroom. Incredible. Incredible. Are you serious? That's all. Yeah. That's what we got. Detectives online. Yeah. <laughs> People who. You just knocked his microphone out again. <laughs> all right this is gonna be i think i need to buy a new uh mic because tuck, tuck the cable around something else just tuck it away <laughs> there we go now you won't do that again there and okay, we can hear there you there we great. go i love it uh, there we and go and the other bit of uh bachelor news to share is that we're Everyone is speculating. There's no confirmation yet, but everyone is speculating that Claire Crawley is dating uh, Blake M. Who um, Blake M. On her season of The Bachelorette, she sent him home week two. And uh, he was recently on Paradise where Tia asked him to do the absolute bare minimum. Uh. And he refused to. Uh, So that's who Claire's uh reportedly with right now no yeah because they've been posting a lot of videos of them hanging out together in a way that isn't necessarily they're a couple but Uh, also isn't necessarily we just homies right i mean um all right i never understood the dude's appeal he was like truly frustrating um but whatever i mean bachelor news that's the segment baby you can find Topher Mejia at Topher Mejia and find me at Mike Carosa. And you can find the summary of last night's episode fucking elsewhere because we're going to take broad strokes. There's too much to talk about in these fucking moments. OK, last night's episode was insane. I will say you said you don't see the appeal, Blake. So I don't like I see the visual appeal. Oh, yeah, but- yeah, yeah. But not like after seeing him on camera, I'm like, yeah, no, he brings nothing to the table. That's it. Because he was just like Tia was asking for she was like, literally validate me in some way and I will pick you over a bland board of balsa wood. And she ended up picking James, which is just like, dude, dude was in a box. Come on. Literally all there was to it. Um, Anyway. Today's episode, man, it's what a wild ride. Chris, when you text, I texted you that I had to watch it today, earlier today. And you said, okay, enjoy. (laughs) When you didn't say anything else, I was like, okay, all right. I, he must be having a busy day. But then I realized it's because you did not want to say anything before. Because I wanted just your pure My anger. God. My God. Holy shit, Chris. you know what? Hot take. Hot take. I am actually going to thoroughly enjoy this season. Because now that was because, my rose for last week. Not because of Clayton. Because Clayton is 
dog shit. But the combination, <laughs> the combination of Clayton having having no awareness, the foresight and critical thinking skills of Romeo and Juliet in the final chapter, and how batshit clinically insane this cast is. Truly. It's gonna be it's gonna be the messy. It's 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 one of those where like with Bachelor and Bachelorette, I want one of two things. Ugh. A, a Michelle season where we got yes. a lead who's just fucking crushing it, emotionally mature, is able to communicate, knows what she he or she wants, and is like actually genuinely like do like showing yeah, like having on them. yeah, on screen representation of how like mature, like mature dating. I want right. either that, yes, or or messy shit. <laughs> messy Give me the mess. Shit. Give me the mess. And this is this is what that season is. This is gonna be. I feel like the difference between this and pilot Pete season is that For some I, reason, the mess on this season is more enjoyable to watch than it was on Pilot Pete season. I'll explain. I'll explain. Pilot Pete season was a mess, but he was a mess. Um, so he Clayton, I'm not saying is isn't a mess. We get enough of that in the previews. I'm saying Clayton is bland. He's a piece of white paper. Clayton brings nothing to the experience. And so the women really have to be crazy for there to be some fucking drama. And there are some fucking this is insane. This episode is nuts. I uh, look, man, I want. OK, hold on. I got a pilot Pete season. I was sad for him because he and Hannah Brown, he really seemed to like Hannah Brown. And his season was kind of like him saying yes when he was like time for a rebound. And they were like, you want to be the bachelor? And he was like, can I be drunk the whole time? And they were like, yes, he was like. Fuck yeah. And then he picked three women at the end. He was like, I'm not sure what love is. And now he's like, you know, he's still a fucking lunatic. But Clayton, like you have you don't have that. You have a guy who's just like, uh, yeah, I love to kiss and I want children. And then the women are like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I want this. I want him so bad. Except the fact that we had three women self exit the first episode. <laughs> like insane which i was able to go back and yeah, confirm Samantha. yes it was in fact the gr- hot tub girl hot tub self exited they just didn't show it but apparently she-, she didn't even want to do the hot tub the producers were like you should try it do it because she was like i had a really pretty dress i wanted to wear really yeah interesting i believe that oh yeah i also believe that they forced her to do it because they knew that she wasn't going to stick around um anyway she left and you know what i'm proud of her good and i'm i'm upset we didn't see anything like uh like a talking head of her going you know he's kind of boring he's not for me like i loved i loved when claire was like i need him alive dude i don't understand what i'm doing here i need a man who's gonna fucking here's the thing anyone who calls claire a villain is a piece no because claire hero Oh, hero! Give her hero. the medal of honor, bro. <laughs> Give her, bro. In fact, any woman some, who has, buddy, to deal she with dies. Dating. She gets a military burial. I'm not even like, don't even, 
Yeah. Uh, I think hero. we should give every woman who has to date Clayton on this show a purple heart because clearly. They have okay, suffered. let's not go that far. Some of these some of these women are just as bad as him. They're super bland. Okay, yeah, maybe not every single woman, but uh, I think. Um, I don't know, man. Claire was great because she was just like, yeah, I'm uh, like the fact that she was like, I can I walk over this him. man and I choose not to shows. Some self Yo, it was also a defense mechanism to an extent, but also very much like, yeah, she seems like a nightmare in the way that, like, you know what? Some guy's going to be very happy getting yelled at often. Uh, and that's fine. You know what I mean? Like, that's going to make somebody happy. And Claire, I hope you find that happiness because you are a hero. I think this I think her leaving was hero, like fantastic. I think mm-hmm. Sally leaving was like, yeah, finally got to the good call. And I think Samantha not getting to leave on screen. Boring, um, yeah. but. Uh, we're not where we hadn't even started with the villains last week and we get one right out the gate, right? <laughs> the women are like, oh, God, they get, get the group date card. Ooh. We Buddy, get, we we get two really off the handle fucking crazy villains, and the in the level of so I will say, mm. I will say, Cassidy, Cassidy's which first of all, I every time they said her name was Cassidy, I had to second guess if it was Cassidy, and if I maybe like misheard because I kept thinking about rapper Cassidy. <laughs> Wow. I'm a hustler. I'm a I'm a hustler, homie. Hey, that he Cassidy? also had hotel. That's the one you're gonna go with. That album had a lot of good tracks on it. I don't know. Okay, look, I look, we're gonna take a, a really quick detour into this. Uh, but okay, so Cassidy, that album, Hus- the one that Hustler was on, is uh, um I'm a hustler, right? right? Uh that album had uh uh, the problem versus the hustle was a great opening track. Can't fade me. Kick it with you was really funny. Uh, not really funny, but really good. Belly button has a great Swiss beats uh, to it. Get them too. so long is amazing. Nobody should. Okay. So long and the message are both standout tracks on that album. And I'm upset that anybody forgot that this guy could do something, but also I get it. Because he just blends in with that era. And he's apparently been going and went from 2010 releasing one thing to 2020, 2020, 2021, 2021. So he's yeah, got he's still making music. Well, the thing is, the 20, the second 2021 thing is currently working on a new project with Eddie Cube is the this meant is what it's listed as the title. Um. Anyway, Cassidy. yo, if you're still listening to sh- uh, new Cassidy music in 2021, shout out to you. You know what you like and you stick to it. And I know he appreciates your support. Yeah. Look, man, nothing wrong with some Philly, Philly rap, like, you know, some really solid East Coast rap. Um, anyway, point is <sighs> Cassidy is our villain uh, for the first half of the thing. <laughs> Look. We get to the first group date and Hillary Duff is co-hosting the group date. And it's clearly she has How I Met Your Mother. I mean, How I Met Your Father uh, premiering on Hulu soon. Hulu oh, she's on How I Met Disney. Your Father? She's like the lead on How I Met Your Father. I don't know. I didn't know that. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So the reboot, she's like the main character. She's no. the one telling the story. Well, she's like <laughs> the young quote unquote like Ted Mos- Mosby, basically. Uh, right. And Hulu, it's on Hulu. Hulu's owned by Disney. Disney owns ABC. So this mm-hmm. is just all an elaborate like promo. Yeah. Hey, Hillary Duff, what's she been up to? Google, Google, Google. Oh, I want to watch that show. Now, do I believe that Hillary also doesn't, you know, watch the show herself? I'm sure she does. No, I think she watches. Um, But first and foremost, this is cross-platform promotion. For sure. Um, This is definitely cross-promotion. And, uh, yeah, she's on the show. And I saw a tweet that was just I know the tweet. uh, I know the tweet. Pretending the find clay like having enthusiasm yeah. for clayton is is Hillary her biggest second challenge yeah. yeah incredible tweet because yeah absolutely um impossible how would how do you find this man engaging in any way um i don't understand i like that hillary duff was just there and her whole group date was okay so you're gonna have a kid's birthday party now uh, and enjoy making it. All right, we'll see you guys in three hours. And Which, real quick, what a stupid group date idea! What they couldn't afford the friggin' party planners? Like, yo, the- by the way, a, a past guest of the podcast is on your screen right now. Oh yeah, Barry. Chris is gr- <laughs> yeah, Barry's in to this. Point that out too. Yeah, he's uh, he's very Rothbard is in, in this, this scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, uh, shout out to Barry. Uh, yeah. but this girlfriend is watching something in the background and I just spotted Barry. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. This date. Cause once again, this date goes on the long list of dates that they have on this show oh where it's God. like, how does this type of date show both the contestant and the lead that they have the chemistry that is needed for a long relationship. Like planning a fucking children child's party. A child's party that is not your child, by the way. No, no. Like, but I will say, I, I know this all this is all a part of the like, because they're trying to like appeal back to the conservative Midwest viewers, where it's like family oriented. Like it's all how about, many like, times does Clayton say that he wants a family? Body. Yeah, it's like shit like that to show like, oh, like, are you wanting a family like me? Then plan this party to show me how much you want to care about a family. But turns out Clayton doesn't give a fuck about these kids because all he cares about is uh, making out with Cassidy because Cassidy's like, fuck these kids. Uh, I don't give a yeah, fuck. Cassidy's Michael Jordan with that shoe giveaway. Oh, <laughs> that is literally what I thought about the entire yeah. time this happened. Everyone's like the the Michael, uh, Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan, Jordan. Uh, fuck these kids kind of meme picture. Yeah. Uh-uh. I was thinking about when Kyrie Irving, which is like, hey, man, uh, if you miss one shot, you got to give these kids shoes. And Michael Jordan was like, fuck these kids. I'm not giving. Yeah, them that's the one. That's giving the one. them a singular. I don't want the meme. Shoe. I want the I want the video of him making every bucket. <laughs> At one point, Kyrie Irving blocks Michael Jordan's eyes. Like he covers his eyes and he still sinks the basket. Michael, you are a monster. Look, man, he's been in there forever. Point is, all these women are doing different tasks. Like some of them are setting up a tea party. Melina's a clown 
and the bounce house. And then you've got Cassidy and Gabby are supposed to put up a dollhouse together, but it's just Gabby doing all the work. And Cassidy sits down, sipping on her iced tea and goes to talk to Clayton by a pool. And they just make out with each other for a half hour. She gets back. And then the party is in full swing. Everybody's doing their thing. Clayton's like, you know what? It was nice to see these women kind of hanging out with the kids. Like Serene's like, I'm a third grade teacher. Kids, I like, I love hanging out with kids. They're so fun and, and insightful. And then Kira is talking. And then you've got like uh, Melina is entertaining the kids as the clown. And, you know, the, the, uh, and then Cassie comes out with the, it, it comes out and, and sits at, at, at the tea party table. And she's like, yeah, I don't really hang out with kids. I, I try to spend as little time as possible. And it's like a little time as possible. Are you avoiding kids she's like, well, well, don't, don't come at me like this. I live in a house with 24 other girls. They don't come at me this hard. <laughs> I mean, I, I, come on, don't, don't, don't give me what's with the fourth degree. <laughs> and then uh, it's like, hey, Cassidy, you said something stupid enough that a child pointed it out and ruined you like maybe maybe own up to it and apologize instead of being a piece of shit about it. And then she gets the cake for Maya and like throws it on the ground. It's like, is, did she drop it? I see. I, I meant to rewatch that moment. I didn't get to because it seems very del- like the way that the cake fell out of nowhere seemed almost deliberate, like like that she wanted to fuck up this cake mm-hmm. and like. Oh, first of all, what seemed like, deliberate was the kids rushing to eat it off the floor. <laughs> That's the part that made me realize it might have been on purpose. I, I don't know. I feel like actually, no, 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 no. You're right. Because if the kids were younger, they mm-hmm. were like at least maybe like 12. Yeah, they were at least the age where they're like, I ain't going to eat that shit off the ground. Mm. Uh like there'll be one kid who does, but that's the kid who's eating paste. There were two. So it's just like there were two that ran for it. Whereas, like, if they were younger, then it'll be like, oh yeah, that's just what kids do because they're like that young where they don't realize that's not something they should be doing. But they were old enough where they have some sort of like understanding of like I shouldn't eat a cake that's on the ground. Like honestly, um, man, you know what? The two that were going for it might have been going to clean it up rather than eat it off the ground. Now that I think of it. Because I was thinking, yeah, eat the cake off the ground. It's only like part of it's on the ground. What's up with the rest of it? It's still up there. You know? <laughs> so, no, this cake's still good. You can get a stew going. My favorite, <laughs> my favorite uh, moment was that Maya sees the cake and she's like, it's got my name on it. You made it with my name on it. And they cut to Genevieve, who, by the way, it's Genevieve, but I'm going with it this season. They cut to Genevieve, uh, who's like, beaming because Maya's so stoked on the cake and Cassidy fucking drops the cake and Genevieve's heart breaks on camera and she's like I'm I made that cake and I was gonna bring it out and I um I had plans for it but I guess Cassidy had other plans and uh that was wild that was insane to me Cassidy didn't even make the cake and Cassidy was like I'm getting the cake I'm about to stand out I'm gonna get this cake I'm looking at Cassidy's bio. Oh, boy. Well, Los Angeles executive assistant. We knew that. Uh, Her three fun facts are uh, she's a pro at driving stick shift. Mm -hmm. Uh, And honestly, these last two are equally interesting to me. Okay. Um, 
She doesn't like clubs because she hates waiting in lines. Uh, okay. I get that. I don't like clubs, but not because of the lines. Yeah, I just right? don't like, like waiting in lines. A weird reason, because basically what that's saying is, if I didn't have to wait in line, I would be at clubs all day, every day. Yeah. So that's like okay, a weird, weird reason to be like, I don't like clubs. Uh, Still not the, the worst fact that we've seen on here, but go ahead. And then the final fact is she has a matching tattoo of her mom. What is it? What? Um, I, I want it to be like a boyfriend's name that they both shared. <laughs> I'm, looking her, I'm looking her Instagram up. I'm going to try to find it. You're going to try to find her tattoo? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, There's while no you do way that, that, you get a matching tattoo of your mom and not put it on Instagram. Okay, that's a fair assessment. That's uh yeah, okay, you're right. You're right. There's no way you do that. Why wouldn't you? Okay. You seeing anything? No. Uh it she is post- not a tattoo that's in a like visible place okay. in regular photos. Well, look, man, I bet she got it in her butt crack, and that's a crazy place for a tattoo. You know, right in the butt crack. And it says, if you can read this, you're too close. <laughs> um, uh, anyway. no, she doesn't. Have, I scrolled to the bottom of her Instagram. She doesn't have anything. OK, well, look, man, um, that's fine. Uh, my favorite trivia is still I uh, hates libraries. Um, Peter, Peter hates libraries. Um, so. Oh, God, I can't. So Cassidy is also real quick. Sorry to cut you off. The first line in her bio is Cassidy is a bold, blunt woman who isn't afraid to say how she feels or do what she wants. Yeah, we're aware. We No, I can't look, man. She wrote that's a true bio. Yeah. Okay. so look, Okay. First of all, when when Cass when they get there and Hillary Duff is there, Cassidy's the only one freaking the fuck out. Like, oh, my God, I had a poster of you when I was a kid. Like you were on my wall. Oh, my God. It's Hillary Duff. She's like, I'd rather hang out with Hillary Duff than with the kids. And then Cassidy talks to Hillary Duff and Hillary Duff goes, you know, I, I can tell what Cassidy's here for and I understand what she's doing. So, you know, I'm not really rooting for her or nothing. Basically, is the gist of what she says. The girls are pissed because Cassidy keeps leaving the dry hump Clayton. And uh, man, man, I... I don't understand where she gets this, but right before commercial break, they cut the Cassidy talking head and she goes, let the record show as of this day. I think Cassidy might be a front runner. (laughs) What the fuck? Who said that? Cassidy. About herself. I missed that. I missed that moment. Right before commercial break, she said that shit. And I'm like, Jesus, no. Um, anyway, point is Cassidy, no bueno, but it's time to go to the cocktail portion of the date. Clayton hangs out with Serene and he's like, you know, there's one thing that's missing from our dynamic here and I don't want to wait for it anymore. And then they kiss. And, uh, at that point I was watching with, uh, with it on while I worked and Andrina was in the room and she was watching it with me. Oh, I said my girlfriend's name on the air. Uh, my, Ooh. I didn't want to say it. Her name's distinct enough that you could find her. It's like, it's not point is she was at my girlfriend was in the room watching with me and like 
her first time ever seeing The Bachelor, and she saw that and she went, "Ugh, why?" <laughs> and that's the woman. That's the woman I love very much. So uh, that's very sweet. Uh, Cassidy tells all the women that she thinks she's getting the rose, and Cassidy's like. You know, I really feel strongly about our connection. It was really good today. And then Kira's like, hey, um, yeah, we wanted to talk to you about that. Is that the group date is like we were all supposed to do tasks. And you where were you for three hours? You went with him for a half hour. What were you doing the rest of the three hours? And she was like, um, we're not getting paid. You know, uh, what am I supposed to do? You know, I'm not I'm not being paid to plan a child's birthday. Why is that what I'm supposed to do? I mean, grow up. Okay, first like, of Game all, on, bitches. Like, what? Hilarious. <laughs> We're not getting paid. First of all, Cassie, y'all ain't getting paid to do shit on this show. First Yo, and foremost. What does she... Okay, my question is, what does she do in real life that her doing literally, truly next to nothing at this kid's birthday party? Like, the dollhouse... Would have just required her holding a thing up while Gabby staples together some walls. It would have been done in 10 minutes, but because Gabby doesn't have the manual dexterity of two people to like hold up a thing, she took a while to do it alone. Cassidy would have been there for 15 minutes. It would have gotten done. And that would have been enough of a showing. What does she do in her real life that she's like, my baseline is getting paid at all times. And so it just says executive assistant. And man, it's a hard thing for me to watch uh, executive assistant. And this is the person that that it comes to. Like, this is who this is. I don't know, man. I, I just really don't like her. I don't like her at all. We get Teddy talking to Clayton and she's like, look, I need a lot of validation. He's like, I have high expectations of you. Um, and but you have nothing to worry about. And she's like, you're going to need to validate me. And he's like sick. And they smooch a lot. And then Clayton says, my goal tonight is to have fun and uh, have a nice time and make it memorable. And literally every time they say that on this show, some shit's about to go down. And this being the, the group date where Cassidy's on after basically being like game on bitches. I hate all of you in here. Uh, he just says that. Um Cut to the house. Susie gets the one-on-one day card. And then Cassidy is staring at Mara from the the Marinara girl, the one who's like the sauce, and she's from New Jersey. And Cassidy's staring at her, and Mara's like, what's up? And Cassidy's like, what? You're always staring at me. And Mara's like, well, every time I look away and look back, like you're staring at me. And Cassidy's like, look, man, uh, you get on my... You don't even want to start with me. And I'm like... Yo, you're talking to what clearly is a reformed Jersey girl. You are talking to a woman who looks like she has pulled more hair out of women's skulls at a bar than anybody there. This Mara looks like she can fucking fight. Mara looks vicious. Okay. And Cassidy's staring her down like Cassidy's ever been walloped on. That does not look right. I feel like Mara's ready to throw knees. You know what I'm talking about? Mara looks like she could take Cassidy in a second, but is being told like this is your second strike. If you get a third, like right. it's it's over. And Cassidy's really pushing her buttons. Um, I think it's also like moment. Mara also is just like 
look, I ain't trying. I'm just, try, I'm fighting for time with mm. playing. I ain't going to fist fight anybody. Cause if I fist fight you, then I'm going to lose out on time with Clayton, which in my if opinion, if I fist fight you, I don't blessing. go home. I go to jail. <laughs> right. Like it's a blessing if you don't get time with Clayton, but mm-hmm. you do, you do you girl. Also it's funny. Cause her opening line last week, was mm-hmm. about sauce, like needing spicy Marinara. sauce. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, not, oh, it was marinara that, sauce. Yeah. Oh, then never mind. Uh, I hated that. That was that was the thing that I remember. She's an entrepreneur. Well, because one of her fan facts is that she doesn't eat spicy food. So I got it mixed up in my head where I thought that she had spicy Hot sauce. sauce. Nah, like, it was marinara. Okay. Um. Anyway, Clayton gives Cassidy. The, the group rose. I lost my shit at this because when he first was like, when he was doing that thing where he says everyone, like people who stood out on the date, he uh-huh. said Cassidy. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? He's going to get Cassidy Rose. And then my girlfriend who was watching it with me was like, babe, no, like he's going wait, around the bend. Well, you just wait for him right. to finish talking. And I was like, right. okay. And then. 20 seconds later, he's like, Cassidy, will you accept this rose? And I was like, this man, Clayton's a wild boy. He is Clayton loves a red flag. Clayton loves a make out by a pool. And Clayton loves saying he wants a kids and a family. But that man doesn't want the fucking responsibility of it. He wants to make out by a pool while someone else is doing his kids birthday party stuff. That's what he wants. Clayton's way of making up for his bland personality is by apparently being messy like making very toxic decisions because what this also says is i will reward bad behavior now yes at that time clayton was unaware of the beef that cassidy was giving like was starting with the other women all he knew was that Cassidy was like, fuck this challenge. I just want to make out with you. And Clayton's so horned up from <laughs> making out with this girl all damn day <laughs> that, of course, he's going to give her this rose. Because in his eyes, there's this cute blonde girl who just wants to be on his dick all the time. So, of course, Clayton's going to be like, oh, I had the best connection with you because y'all made I have out the best the connection time. with you because you were uh, dry humping me by a pool. And when my boner was present, so were you. And therefore, this is a good choice for me. And you know, this is how much of a scumbag Clayton is. Because basically, low key, yeah. he's trying to get the message across to all of these women that if you want to win the uh, the group date, bros, don't mm. fucking do whatever the task is. Just make <laughs> out with me all fucking day. Just do that. Then again, does he know that Cassidy didn't do any of the tasks? Like he found out. Did he find out at any point? That she didn't do anything because I don't even think don't at think the so. end she, he gets told anything about the date or how, what she's been like in the house. He gets told something else that we're going to talk about later. Right, right. Actually, yeah, now that I think about it, I think you're right. So what we do get is right before Susie's one on one is Shanae and Cassidy are talking. And I'm like the two women who look similar and have similar vibes of course they're gonna pair up together it's like martin and jamie all over again they're about to be the two worst people in the house and yep sure enough we know shanae is about to be the worst because she is on the same wavelength as cassidy and you think you know what cassidy was bad surely we can't have another villain let's see 
Also, I'm pretty sure Shanae was the girl who last week, when everyone was talking about Claire not being in the Clayton, mm-hmm. she was the one who was like, if Clayton is your dream guy, then there's something wrong with you. Just saying. It was that girl. What? Okay. I All right. Wanna, like, I'm, I'm I don't know. 70% sure that was her. Yo, if you are listening and you know for a fact that that was Sinead, then fucking get at us. Now, the thing is, Susie and Clayton's date, I did not care. I watched them get along. It was nice that they were talking. They both said sweet things about each other. They went on a helicopter ride. Rachel saw it was like, I'm the pilot. I should be on a helicopter ride. Um, and then uh, they went to a boat and went in the water and had dinner. And Clayton said appreciative. And that's all I got. He just said appreciative. And I'm like, buddy, solid pronunciation. I'll give it to you. That's very fun to say. Appreciative. So um, I will say mm. I uh, shout out to at Bachelor Data on Instagram. Uh, cause they do the math and numbers and historical research on all of this shit. Uh, uh they are an incredible account. I recommend everyone follow them. Bachelor data looked free it up plug and bachelor data looked it up and over the majority hmm. of women who get the very first wow. one-on-one date become the next bachelorette. Yes, that is something so, we noticed last week. We said Susie was being uh, definitely the, the, the top seed for next bachelorette. Um, I will say I heard Doug Benson say it on Arden's uh, Arden Marines podcast. Will you accept this rose? He picked Susie as the next bachelorette. A couple people did a lot of people online speculating that Susie is going to be the next bachelorette. And I'm saying, yeah, I agree. She's for sure going to be the next bachelorette. Oh, she's beautiful check oh she's a world traveler exciting oh uh she was voted class clown quirky we can sell this quirky oh wow we and then yeah okay great and i mean um, i have nothing i think Susie's uh a sweet gal i think so too um, but i, and I definitely think her think... being like a jujitsu champion is really dope awesome. like i think yeah oh, uh, i forgot about that too yeah i think that's really i think dope. she's great I think she's great and I like her, but I'm also like, man, the fact that we can already tell that she's going to be the bachelorette, like we get we're like, we're speculating here. We're speculating, right. but it doesn't help that she's not in the previews for the final three that we see at the end. Like, right. You in know, in fact, I want to, I've been meaning, I kind of want to look up like a Vegas gambling thing to see if there's any about the bachelor and bachelorette and make a bet that she's going to be the next bachelorette oh buddy we could make bank on that bet like i kind of i'm gonna look i'm gonna you know i'm what? not I saying i i'm not saying anyone listening should make a potentially risky financial decision of buddy throw 50 bucks show. in and make like you know, 50 bucks or if you got it a hundred dollars just you never know it's like Think of I mean, it like investing in crypto. It's it. Don't think of it like that. That shit's awful. Don't ruin. Don't make this. I don't want crypto discussed on this podcast ever. I don't care for it one bit. Think about it like betting. Think about it like gambling. 
but you're gambling <laughs> on a thing. Think about it for what it is, which is gambling. It's gambling. Just think about it as it is. It's gambling. Enjoy the gamble. Have fun knowing that you're making a good call and that the, there's a good chance that you're going to do it right. So anyway, I like Susie. I I wrote down she's cute. They smooch. She's getting a rose. And sure enough, she gets a rose and they walk into a room. And who's this? Another artist we've never heard of singing a song that we've never heard. We're Once back, again, baby. We're what back. Is, what this show? I tweeted this. This show is not a reality TV dating show. This show is a secret conspiracy pipeline to shove these random D and C list musician groups in front I'm of sorry. America. I'm sorry. G and H. <laughs> You're right. C and D list would be a step up. What we're getting. Do you on know. This show. What was it? It was like two seasons ago. They had one. Oh, no, oh, yeah, it was Michelle's season. No, no, no. I'm talking about a woman who turns out I forget her name. Turns out her dad is like the head of one of the networks. Oh, OK. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, great. Nepotism strikes again. Point is, we knew it. We know Susie's getting the friggin rose. I just. I think the part of watching the one-on-one date to me means that I'm not going to. I already know how bland Clayton is, and I don't feel like he's going to get less bland. That's my problem with him is that we've, we've had a couple of shots of seeing him and truly he is a blank slate of nothing. And for him to go on one-on-one dates with these women and who are far more interesting than him. And she's just like, man, it's beautiful up here. I've never been in a helicopter. And he's like, yeah, helicopters are sick. And then right? we're like, like man, just- I'm falling in love. I'm just like, all right, cool. Fucking fast forward. Give me more villains. I see. This is what, the season where I want the mess. Not like Michelle's season where I'm actually hoping she finds love. And right. that's why I was like, fucking Nate, man. Look at the way they look at each other. Their eyes are on fire when they see each other. They're beautiful. They're so in love and it's so clear. And I love it so much. This season, I'm like, where did Claire go? I want Claire <laughs> to wake up Clayton every morning by smacking him in the face and be like, buddy, you're so fucking boring. And he's going to be like, okay, how do I change that? She's like, I don't fucking know. I'm not your mom. And she leaves. Like, that's what I want out of this season. Clayton's season, what I want it to be is similar to when you have that one friend who's like making some pretty reckless decisions but they're, get, they're getting some great stories out of it. So you're just like, hey, I mean, keep going. <laughs> like, that's basically, that's what I want from this season. I just want Clayton to make ridiculously, like, stupid decisions. And we'll see I don't does want later. him to get hurt. I don't want right. him to hurt anyone. But I do want him to act against his own best interest. I mean, look, um... It's so rough to talk about somebody like this. I truly I, like when I'm mean on here, I don't mean it like I don't really want Peter to die. I just want him to be hurt fatally. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sure <laughs> get back here, get back here. I'm sure if we met Clayton and we sat down with the guy, he'd be able to be like, Oh, yeah. Tell him Quali's The Beautiful Struggle is an okay album. And I'll be like, see, I knew we'd have one thing in common, right? Like, it would be just one thing. 
but to me, I'm just like, I don't know, man. It feels like we wouldn't have much going on. And he's like the kick said this. She said, Clayton doesn't strike me as a guy with many close friends. And that's for it's so honestly, it fits so well to me. Yo, is that Moses on the screen? Okay, that's got to be Moses. Anyway, I keep getting distracted because Natalie, uh, Chris's girlfriend is watching a movie and uh, friends of ours are in it. It rules. <laughs> um, anyway, point is, point is, I don't want I don't want the worst for Clayton either. I don't I just don't get it. Like, I get that he's a full human being and that we're only seeing snippets of it in the show and whatever. But, is I just he? Don't but that's the thing. It. Is he? Do we know for sure he wasn't made in a lab? Like- OK, Excellent question. Yeah, probably. They probably are 100% confident that there wasn't a pile of nuclear waste at a Hobby Lobby that he hopped out of. Like, are you know, we? You know what? OK, sure? well, hold on a second. That's a different question than the created in a lab thing, because uh, in a lab, I don't think they would have let that underbite pass. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> High five. Who wants it? Who wants it? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He's got one flaw and I'm allowed to pick at it once. Don't make me feel bad about this. Point is, I, I, I don't genuinely want Clayton to get hurt, but this man is making terrible decisions and giving us no reason to watch him further. Like he just isn't much. He isn't much to look at in terms of entertainment value. Um. So that said, it's like, got- in fact, last point I'll even make too is that. Yeah. To even show that, like, he's had, just like you said, he's had several moments to show his personality and he has mm-hmm. it. And how much of a testament that is to the lack of personality that he has. Mm-hmm. Michelle, the first episode she appeared on Matt James' season mm-hmm. when she got the date. And, like, within... In the hot air balloon? In the hot air balloon. There was, like, not mm-hmm. only the chemistry they had was so good, but mm-hmm. she had, like, I remember, like, like to me, what was like a cute little like, oh, you got jokes, like you got personality mm-hmm. was like when they were like, how many kids do you want? And she was like, say it on the count of three, one, two, three. Mm. And then they mm. said the same amount of kids. She was like, that's it. Wrap up the show. Show's over. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's like, OK, like you have some level of personality. And like yes. Michelle obviously has lots of personality. But like at that moment, it's like you at least in a short amount of time span was able to show you bring more to this than just, oh, I'm a pretty girl that the casting, casting. To give you to give you some insight, Michelle was the first time somebody new was introduced mid-season. And I was like, yes, yeah. let's do more of this. If we can get if we can get more people on the show like Michelle, bring on more of this garbage. This interrupting the season stuff. I'm not on board with it. Now I am. Michelle mm-hmm. fucking rules. Mm-hmm. Clayton. Clayton has had so many opportunities to leave an impression and he does not. And yet we have to focus on him, his well-being, his journey. And so the one-on-ones are going to be frustrating to watch because it's going to be trauma dumping onto a man who does not know how to receive information. And it's going to be fucking watching someone trying to connect with a brick wall. And that's why I'm not going to give a fuck about one-on-one dates unless someone in my group chat says whoa did you see that and i'm gonna rewind and watch that but yeah we do have a second group date to talk about and a cocktail that gets interrupted so chris 
let's talk about the second group date. Ooh. Second group date is the rest of the girls minus <laughs> Eliza and Jill. And Jill immediately is like, what am Having I even here for? Why am I even? I left my cat behind, uh, which led to a funny tweet of someone being like, uh, Jill, I left my cat behind. And a picture of Connor B in a cat costume going mm, like that. Um, also, yeah. I will say, girl, it's week two. How are you already having breakdowns like this? Unbelievable. It's not, like, is it even week two? It's like week one. Day yeah, technically. Four. Yeah, technically this is week one. So it's like, I mean, obviously there's a lot. There's probably a lot more shit that needs to be worked in therapy happening here. But like, it's just still like, even if I don't care who the lead is, like even if I did like who the bachelor was. Right. Don't be. You shouldn't be having a breakdown over someone. You should not have a breakdown. You don't know him. I'm not saying you should have breakdowns over anybody, but like, you can have a breakdown over somebody. That's look. That's fair. You don't want to invalidate everybody, but if you're gonna have a breakdown over somebody and it's someone that you don't know, look, girl, you were on TV, national, internationally for like two episodes. You had a funny intro, and people were kind of like, "I'm rooting for Jill." And if you do leave episode two, guess what, girl? Welcome to selling shit on Instagram and also probably paradise. Like, I, I just don't think you should shed tears over someone you don't know, let alone a man you don't know. Like, uh, what are you doing? Look, what man, do don't doing? tell me how to feel after Sidney Poitier died. All right. I don't know him at all. And here I am having a breakdown over it. That is different, and you know that's different. Let me have the joke, man. <laughs> no, because <laughs> you wouldn't let me have Esquire. <laughs> that's how it is. <laughs> you come after me, I come after you. <laughs> we don't forgive. Oh, we didn't get a rose. We but didn't yeah, get a rose, but a- we didn't forget either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Jill had a breakdown, and then Cassidy and Shanae fucking like went to what's that um what's it, like the old timey cartoon where it's like a bunch Ugh. of villains and they have like a hideout that's like a giant skull in a swamp the legion of doom yeah just like they fucking like like as if they're the legion of doom just like having a separate meeting where it's like you need to be a bitch and you need to <laughs> run up. shit she basically says was that. like Bet. <laughs> Shanae was like, not just bet. Shanae was like, I'm not Shanae anymore. I'm, get this, Shanae Nay. Shanae has arrived. And my girlfriend was like, that's a toxic trait. Somebody who refers to themselves seriously in the third person. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but I. Re- I do that. And she's and and she said and I she was like, no, that's different. I said, you're right, because I go, Mikey's a little dumb, dumb, isn't he? And she's like, yeah, exactly. And you got to stop doing it, too. And I was like, mm-hmm, I love it. And she is like, God, you make it so hard sometimes. And I go, mm-hmm. Mikey's a little, a little fucking stinker over here. It's a little ding dong. And she's like, stop it. <laughs> uh, but point is, she was like, Shanene has arrived. She was like, ew. I don't know why I'm so turned on right now. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, she's taking Cassidy's advice, and that's just like... Actually, I would even say that Cassidy was like, 
you need to run this date. And she's like, and then Shanae's like, you're right. I got to be a bitch. And Cassie's <laughs> like, I, I don't know uh, about that, but. <laughs> Cassie's like, oh, uh, sure. Be a bitch. See how it works. Uh, yeah, tomato, you. tomato. Yeah. Yeah. You know, look, um, you know what? Now that I think about it, be a bitch. That'll work out for all of us. Um, so Shanae go- goes on the group date and the group date is run by Z-Way mm. from Z-Way. Love Z-Way. Random as this. fuck. Yeah. Random as fuck that they got her. And yeah. honestly, as much as I love Z-Way, I agree. I was disappointed with her on so this show. So disappointed with her on this show because she called some regular shit red flags. That and then also... So I think I think with the what she called a red flag, I think that was more of like she just had to play that game. Sure. But I think the real Z-Way would have been like tearing everyone apart. Yes. And we didn't get that at all. Very clearly. They were like, you we were going to have you on this show for no like we we're going to plug your show that's coming back for a second season. Oh, did they plug the show? No, but she exists in the conscience of the viewers. That's true. That probably didn't. Oh, see they the were like, you know what? Because so then that way people don't call us racist. We're going to have a guest that's black just to shut everyone up. I guess uh, that's black and literally spent the, the first half of quarantine talking to racists and being like, so why do you what's the deal with you hating black people? And they're like, well, we that. But I mean, I guess now that I think about it, I kind of <laughs> like. But like she like on her like if you. Which, first of all, if you haven't watched Z-Way show on Showtime, uh, check it out. It's a fun, like, satirical kind of, like, talk show kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of fun. And she fucks with people on that show. Yeah, that's um, and Not like Eric Andre fucks with people, but Z-Way right. fucks with people. Not like making people physically uncomfortable, but more, right. like, socially uncomfortable, I would say. Right. Um, and... Uh, she doesn't do that on and it, like when not I saw all, that she was this. gonna be on this episode, I was pumped oh. because I thought that's what she was gonna do. Chris, and she did l- it. And, let and me I say think- this: the what? biggest, most disappointing thing. Like, first of all, let's I'll get to it in a sec. She goes, uh, "We're gonna play Never Have I Ever." Elizabeth sits next to Clayton, and Shanae's like, "Am we supposed to sit next to Clayton?" No. I was supposed to run this one. I should have gotten there. No, she's all mad about it. And then they Z-Wave makes them play. Never have I ever. She goes, uh, never have I ever sent a nude. And some women go, I have. And then she goes, "Uh oh, red flags, red flags, which I call bullshit on. And then never have I never have I ever faked an orgasm. All the women said they have. And then Clayton says, I have not. And they have a moment. I I cackled so hard. (laughs) And he's like, how would I ever fake an orgasm? It's like, buddy, sometimes you just do. You know what I mean? You can't. That's not a thing you can't do. Heads up, guys. Not like you'd want to. But uh, yeah, you could totally fake an orgasm. All right. That I admittedly have like a small amount of times. um, But it was more of like. Uh, no, never mind. I can't say why because it will go into like detail that I think yeah, no yeah, one yeah. wants to hear. So yeah. like I have like a very like less than four times. Um, yeah. Oh, for sure. Same. Same. 
So and, um, it's yeah, you're right. It is possible, but I do still find it funny that like just the visual. All we're saying aspect- is Clinton's never been on antidepressants before. Um. So <laughs> I just think it's funny that all of the women were like, yes, I faked the orgasm. And Clayton's like, nope, all of them are real, baby. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, the last question was, uh, uh, no, there was uh, never have I ever cheated on my boyfriend. And someone was like, does, does elementary school count? And she's like, yeah, it counts. It's like, doesn't really. Um, and then so. I think um, the earliest you can go is high school. And even yeah, man. then, I think yeah, high even school then, has some leeway. Yeah, and I'll say this. The last thing was, and this is what re- reminded me of Mean Girls. Never have I ever judged another woman in the house. Uh, have I? Never have I ever been judged by another woman in the house. It reminded me of that scene in Mean Girls where it's like, who here's been personally victimized by Regina George? <laughs> um, so uh, that was great. But the thing is, the thing that I hated the most about Z-Way being on the show is this moment right here where Shanae says, you know what? I mean, I, I feel like I've been judged in the house. And you know what? There's no more nice Shanae here. No, Shanae is here. And Z-Way goes, oh, Shanae. Uh-huh. Can you nae And that was it. Because. No. no. So. I know what you're about to say. I know what you're about uh, to say. And Shanae immediately does the most unseasoned most. display of the Nene I have ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, One um, Street Road in Ohio. And, and you know what? And in fact, and in fact, I'm not even going to go to Laser Out and say, oh, Shanae sucked at the Nene because she white. Nope. No. Nope. No. Nope. Because when the Nene was, was popping, I was in college and... A lot you of know, white was, people doing it. I was just fine. I saw a lot of white people doing the nene. They they, they had some sauce. They they did just fine. Just fine. Shanae fucking sucked at the at the nene. That ain't Not a white thing. That is that is Shanae that is a Shanae thing. No, that's a Shanae. No 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 no. no 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 no. Yeah, no, she thank can't. You. Anyone who's like, oh, what is this white? No, 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 no. I've I've seen white people do well with the shenane. I'm not shenane with the nene. That is mm. all she sucks at it. Two, I know exactly why Z-Way did that. Cause she knew she wanted she was like, I'm gonna embarrass this this little I'm gonna embarrass this white girl. I'm I'm gonna just have her do the nene on national television. Cause she just knew it wasn't gonna be good. Mm. Yeah. But I also wanted her to linger longer on the Shanae thing because like, <laughs> look, true. OK, I'm sorry, but um, huh, how do I even go about this? When when have you ever heard Shanae before? Sh- right. OK, Shanae or Nene, like, you know, like I've never really heard it from the uh, black community. And of course, Shanae is like, guess what? Now that I have attitude, I'm going to call myself Shanae and I'm. I'm guaranteeing that she's pulled it from her limited experience and view of the black community. And she's like, now that's, that's, that's who I'm going to channel this, this uh, caricature of a, of a whole population. And that's what I'm saying is Shanae. And that's what she's going for. That's what it feels like. That's what it feels like. Sycamore, Ohio's own Shanae. No one ever has ever in Im- the only time Shanae has ever been brought up is just like you said when people reference the Martin character 
Yes. But outside of that, no one's ever been like mine. Like I have not, not a single uh, woman with melanin has ever been like my nickname is Shnene. And I think that's no. also because everyone would be like, that's too spot on for racist people. I'm not going to do that. There we go. So, of course, Shanae, who doesn't fucking is clearly so out of pocket and so out of touch. Of course, she's going to think this is a cool nickname to have. Yeah. So point is, I'm not on board with her being like Shanae. That's that's who's here right now is I'm right. Shanae. Um, and I, I for, that's that's what hit me first. And I was like, Z-Way, I want her to tear her apart. But he was just like dance. And the problem with the dance is that, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. But, you know, there's a population out there watching the show going. She's got balls to get up there and dance like that. I couldn't do that. I'm too uncoordinated. Um, anyway, that that bothered me a lot, um, but not as much as the rest of it, because. After this, never have I ever, they go through an obstacle course, the red flags obstacle course that I barely paid attention to because the obstacle courses are always so ridiculous. You got all these women running around doing this obstacle also, course. Also, what does an obstacle course tell you about your chemistry with the bachelor or bachelorette? Fucking- you know what it tells me? It tells me that producers are involved with a TV show that I'm on. Literally the only thing. There's nothing about this date that tells us anything, man. Yeah. Like, at least franchise. with the Never Have I Ever, you're kind of learning about yeah. some details. But like Elizabeth even- asking if elementary school counts means that, yeah, she cheated on her a partner, but it was as a child. Yeah. Like, that's f- fine. You learned that Kate has cheated on a boyfriend before, and it was in her adulthood. Which, you know, going by the ages of these people was recently enough. You know what I mean? Like the sent nudes. Who said I've never sent nudes? You know what I mean? Okay, I you know, then we know who out there is like, no, I'm not doing this. And you like, yeah, I've done this shit. I fucking lived the life out here. You know, like um, point is they do this obstacle course uh, and we get to like the this part of the obstacle course that looks like impossible to do because they have to like jump from pad to pad. And if they fall off into goop, they have to start over. And Shanae gets onto a pad and literally pushes Elizabeth off it. Mm-hmm. Like straight up shoves her off it. And Elizabeth's like, okay, that sucked, but whatever. All right. Takes it in stride. Sarah completes the obstacle course. Sledgehammers down a wall, gets to Clayton. And then they go to the group cocktail and we've got, you know, regular chats with Marlena. You know, Marlena is uh, like, yeah, I'm a former Olympian. We got to run track. You know, I'm going to I'm going to race you, you know, or you got like um, Elizabeth, who is like, let's play. Never have I ever on our own. You know, how about me and you never have I ever been a freestyle rapper <laughs> and Clayton's like no I made a joke online one time and Elizabeth's like I'm a freestyle rapper it's like then why'd you say it don't you know how never how I ever works and then she goes never have I ever kissed the bachelor and he's like we can fix that right now and my girlfriend went gross <laughs> 
And then Elizabeth said, this is what my freestyle rap can be about later. I'm like, it's freestyle. It's supposed to be in the moment. What are you doing? Stop it. You idiots. Um, you look like you got something to say. What are you going to say? No, I was. Um, what's my call it? I was just trying to find pictures of the obstacle course. Um, oh, yeah. But I think I think it is funny. Like all of these conversations are just like. It's I don't think these like like, for example, the uh, oh, like I'm a freestyle rapper or whatever. Like these are when you're on a first date with someone and you clearly have no chemistry, there's no deeper connection and you're just grasping at whatever similarities you can find to at least keep a conversation going long enough for you to acceptably accept, acceptive, acceptably ask for a check so you can dip. Like that's what all of these conversations on this like cocktail portion of the group, they feel like where (laughs) they are all just scrounging for some sort of connection. And it's funny too, because someone even tweeted when Susie was on the date with Clay and she was like, I would love to know what his personality is. And the tweet was like, yeah, so would we. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was Susie. I'd love to know what his personality is like. And America, me too. Yeah. Like we also like, I think would love all that. of these conversations suck because Clayton sucks. He has, he, Yo, he has let's do a, nothing. Let's do a mock conversation. I'm Clayton. You'll be literally anybody on the show. Go for it. Hey, so do you like, uh, like what music do you like? Well, I'm just a, uh, I'm a guy from small town, Missouri. I'm just like, you know, music is cool. Oh, uh, do you have like any favorite musicians? Hard to pick a favorite. What's like your favorite? Do you like going to concerts? You like going to live shows? Oh, uh, you won't find me out there with, you know, I just like being home on a Friday night with a beer and maybe on a lake with a canoe. Oh, so you like canoeing? Are you big into like outdoor sports and activities? Well, you know, music's a big genre of music. So it's hard to say. He's Clayton is like, you know, those people who you're like, what's your favorite type of music? They're like, I listen to everything. He's like, oh, well, but do you have like a favorite artist? No, I just listen to everything. It's like, oh, well, like, who do you listen to on a on a board, like a day that you feel sad? And you mm. want to cheer yourself up. I don't really have like a go-to. I just kind of put on whatever. <laughs> like that it's kind like, of conversation. That is like if that conversation was a person. That is Clayton. It's like, oh, to cheer myself up. I like to listen to Tucker Carlson rant number 25. <laughs> no, because if Clayton was like that kind of guy, he that would be oh, some kind of personality. You're right. You're right. That'd be something. No, instead he goes, um, you know, I kind of just go with whatever's on the radio and you're like oh no you're you're listening to radio right now all right who i'm assuming buys chain smokers merch wow wow he's the one that like he'll whistle that one song that was on for an entire two years uh closer oh yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um so i mean look the guy sucks. He's boring as hell. These conversations go nowhere. 
Marlena ends up checking on Shanae because Shanae walks away from the girls because I guess Elizabeth went over to talk to Clayton first and she's like, I'm I'm so sick. I was going to pick him first. I was going to go get him first. And I, I want to. I she sat next to him already. Like, what are, you, what are you doing? And Marlena checks on Shanae and Shanae's complaining to Marlena about what every other girl is also experiencing and dealing with, but she's making it about herself. And that's literally like, that's Cassidy. That's Shanae. That is some white lady shit. Let's be, that is hot blonde white lady shit. That is some grew up without many problems shit. Yeah, that's some, say, I've never the, been told. The white no. blonde community. Y'all got some terrible representation on this season. Awful, awful. And, you know, Clayton uh, talks to Marlena and Sarah. They have like fine chats. Marlena and Marlena's like, you know what? We should race. I'm a former Olympian. We should run. And Clayton's like, oh, shit. OK. And pilot girl Rachel has a fine conversation. And then uh, Shanae talks to Clayton and throws Elizabeth under the bus. And she's like, you know, Elizabeth is two faced. And Clayton comes back. I was like, Elizabeth, can I talk to you for a second? And um. Clayton's like, so I have Shanae telling me that you're being two faced and that you're mistreating her in the house. And that like, if you're one person with me and then another person with the rest of them, that's also not cool. And Elizabeth is like, oh, I, I don't know what she's talking about, but if we're gonna go there, like I didn't bring this up because I figured our time together should be about us. But like she full on pushed me today. Like she full on shoved me off a thing in the obstacle course. And like, that's, you know, that's also if she's, you know, that's uncool. She thinks we're supposed to be friends or whatever. It's like, it's not how you do that. And then um, Shanae, uh, you know, Shanae's back in um, and she's like with the group, she's like, oh, the real red flag here is Elizabeth. That's a mean girl vibe. And then Elizabeth comes back and she's like, hey, do you mind if we go over there and talk for a sec? And so what's the deal here with Clayton? And Shanae's like, well, look, I'm gonna tell you up front because i'm shanae not shanae okay i'm shanae right now and i'm not shanae so i'm gonna be mean and aggressive and i'm gonna tell you that you're two-faced because when we were hanging out by the pool at a beautiful mansion with other people around having conversations with everybody rather than listening to me or looking to me when i was talking or saying anything you just like kept looking at rachel and you ignored me and weren't paying attention to me at all and liz elizabeth goes oh yeah um I, I realize I, I just realized I didn't tell you this about myself, but like I have ADHD, which means that I have a difficult time focusing on a lot of things. And so if I'm having a conversation with somebody, I usually have to focus on one person and I, and I, it's a very difficult task for me to do. And I'm sorry that you felt that way. It's just not what I, it's not you. It's not, it's just something that I have to work on. And she's like, well, yeah. How do you think that makes me feel? <laughs> Elizabeth goes, I have ADHD. I have a difficult time, you know, focusing on one, one person is already a difficult task in a conversation. And so it is not a reflection on you or how I feel about you. You're fine. I just have ADHD, a thing right. that I cannot control and that I have to work through to have regular interactions and stuff. Uh, so are we cool? And Shanae's like, you make me feel bad. You're mean. The what? amount of gross misunderstanding 
Shanae has about one <sighs> what ADD is. And like ADD ADHD. is something, oh, sorry, thank you. ADHD um, is in ADHD and ADD. I would, uh, both of those fall into that category of stuff like OCD that are like tremendously mi- not only misunderstood, but then people kind of claiming to have it in a joking manner, not right. realizing that it's this actual like thing that you're diagnosed with and that greatly affects somebody's life. Like, right. ADD and ADHD is just like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm just hyper and I can't pay attention. It's just like, no, like people who have actually been diagnosed with that, like it greatly affects their life to the point where they either have to A, take medication for it or B, they have to do some sort of like, I, I obviously don't know much about it. So I'm not, I don't want to like misspeak about right, right, what right. people have to do for it. But like same thing with OCD. OCD is something that like everyone's like, oh, I'm just OCD. Like, no, you just you're just picky about yeah 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 how you like OCD is like you have to fucking count to 10 every time like before you do something and even then I'm I don't even know if that's a good example so like no I mean o- o- OCD is like Sean Patton explains it in one of his bits he's like OCD is like if I don't eat this sandwich in one bite the rest of my my whole family is going to die in a plane crash and I right. have to spend the rest of my life driving them from place to place because they're also going to fall asleep at the wheel that's my curse it's on me if I don't eat this in one bite and clap my hands three times then I am going to kill my family like, right and it's yeah. like people think oh it's just you know you like things particular it's like it's it's much larger than that mm. like it's not oh because like I just like to have that's, right you know, I remember I had a therapist who was like, you have OCD tendencies, but not full blown OCD. And that just means being aware of them, being aware mm -hmm. of the little rituals you do and to kind of be aware of why you're doing them. Is it out of like, you know, a need for control? Is it something a worry and then addressing that and stuff? Because it wasn't a full blown like I don't have OCD. It was something that I can like move away from certain habits and stuff. But it was something that like, you know, luckily she said it was OCD tendencies. I had a couple meds for a little bit and ended up working through stuff and like, I'm fine with it. I don't have any more or many rituals and stuff, but like right. straight up, it is frustrating that somebody's like, I am, I'm OCD about this stuff. I just like it when my pencils face this way because it looks nice. And you're like, cool. Right. And the reason why I bring this up is because mm-hmm. not to jump ahead, but like, Oh, we're uh, about to see it. Shanae and Elizabeth, like they go at it again and Elizabeth's just like girl I'm just minding my own damn business and you coming after me for no reason like you pushed me for no reason and like mm-hmm. Elizabeth hasn't done anything the only the only quote-unquote crimes and once again they're not crimes but according to right. Shanae the crimes Elizabeth committed was she sat next to Clayton during right. the red flags thing yeah so because of that she had to push her during the obstacle course uh, cause she's then, fucking petty and stupid. And yeah. then she grabbed Clayton first at the yeah. cocktail portion of the group date, which is just like, who fucking like you want like, in fact, but it also, why would you with... want to go first? Right. Don't you want to go last? So then you're more in memory of like, 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 wasn't that the whole thing of like when Claire was yes. the bachelorette and no one grabbed her immediately. It was because no one wants to grab her first because usually the first person gets forgotten unless they yeah. do this huge 
like gigantic romantic gesture but like it's like one of those where it's like going first isn't the big deal and like elizabeth didn't do anything wrong and then shanae just has her on this shit list for no reason straight up and then when confronting her about it and was just and like they're arguing in front of everybody and she's just like so what is it what's your story because like here you're saying that like you didn't do anything but then you tell me in secret that you have adhd like which is it? And it's just like, bitch, that has her having ADHD has nothing to do. Yeah, somebody else even says it like, what does that have to do with anything? First of all, that's up to her to disclose. And by the way, that's right. not cool. It's rude and aggressive. Right. Um, I, I forget who whoever said that. Shout I think out it was, to them. I think it might have been Kira, Dr. Kira, because I remember her speaking. Kira or. I don't know. Whoever it was, shout out to you, because that was like like yeah Somebody's spot on right that's thing. not yeah. that's none of your business unless elizabeth none. makes it your business which elizabeth only mm. told you about that because mm. you were just coming at her for some stupid ass shit that stupid didn't even shit. matter you were just mm. literally looking for any reason to have aggression towards her and elizabeth shout out to elizabeth because <clears throat> this was also proof of like who's been in therapy and who hasn't been My in therapy God. yeah because shanae was overreacting and then elizabeth the whole time was like Okay, like, look, hey, I got nothing against. I just look the reason at that time. The reason why I wasn't paying attention to you is because I have ADHD and I'm aware of that. So I was doing my best to focus on the conversation I was an active participant on. So I was like looking at that person to help me be able to function. It's like as if someone got upset at um, Abigail, like for not hearing what they said it's just like well yeah because she's fucking like she she has hearing issues like she's yeah, i forget if she yeah. was partially deaf or full deaf but like one of those she had hearing aids but yes yeah, yeah I, either way like look man i'm gonna be honest i've known people with adhd who've used it as an excuse of like i have adhd and this is my free pass to be an asshole and like i know that like my kicks was telling me like one of her best friends has adhd and is like one of the kindest people who like is always a like always hyper aware of other people and Mm -hmm. uh very very careful about like how she's reacting around them must be exhausting but like that's a good person doing her best and being aware and like other people blaming the adhd for their shitty behavior i've been around that too elizabeth is like i'm sorry i hurt your feelings i did not mean to this is just something that I'm working with for me to bet, like right. be better uh, in at paying attention and for me to feel like I'm here, you know? And so you've got fucking Shanae being an ass about it. And she's like, well, yeah, you're two faced. And Elizabeth is like two faced, dude, you shoved me in that obstacle course. And now you want to like be friends or wonder why, like, like what happened, you know? And um, point is we get back to the group. Um, uh, right. No, before they get back to the group, Elizabeth's like, okay, hug it out. And Shanae's like, sure. They hug it out. They go back. And then Sarah, Sarah gets a group rose, right? Uh, good for her. Um, I don't, which Shanae causes so much shit that I literally forget that Sarah was on this date. <laughs> Buddy, <laughs> like, I, forget I forget everyone. I forget that, like, oh, yeah, there was other people on this group date, right? And not just Elizabeth. Oh, this Shanae. wasn't a two on one. Um, so Shanae, Shanae confronts 
Elizabeth before even the cocktail. And Sinead's talking in front of all these women like, you know, oh, you, you know, I'm mad. I'm really upset because like, what you, which is it where you, you're two faced and being mean to me? I'm like, which is it? So all of a sudden you're telling me that you have ADHD to excuse your behavior. That's two faced. And like now then you want to like hug me and say, like, I love you. And, and Elizabeth's like, I never said I love you. Let's get first off. I never said I love you. I was present enough to be like, no, that didn't happen. Uh, I gave you a hug. Let's hug it out. Let's squash this. I never said I love you. You know what I mean? And she's like, yeah, okay, fine, whatever. You never said I love you. But like we hugged and you said I love you. It's like, no, no, we never said I love you. It's like, fine, whatever. Shanae's here. Then they get to the cocktail time and we cut to a talking head of Jill going, I hope nothing happens to interfere with my time. And it's like, buddy, please. Have you seen the show? Um, we get back to the Shanae and Liz confrontation, uh, and, and Shanae's like, oh, so, so like, I wanted to like squash the beef between us and you're still like, I have ADHD and Elizabeth's like, I have ADHD. It's like, it's not my fault. I didn't want to hurt your feelings, but like too bad. I have ADHD. I'm having a hard time focusing. I'm not going to pull away to focus on, you know, what I'm not focusing on. It's just chaotic if I, you know, and then. Uh, Shanae's like, oh, okay, I get it. I have ADHD then. You know what? Fucking kids have ADHD. Oh, I have ADHD and kids have ADHD. Fucking grow up. Grow up ADHD. And uh, this is how I know that the show isn't fake. Um, because no actor, no matter how much money this network could pay you, would take that deal. Because you have to fade into obscurity after something like this. You either have to become a right wing nut job who speaks at conferences or fucking disappear. Uh, this is insane. It's. It's one of those where it's like. It's. It's like like she had no, she's real because it's like Martin, yeah. right? which is like how clueless are you right to what you know women you are high wrong. maintenance like you're a woman right oh i mean but you're different from women what it's not misogyny it's the truth you know that's the kind of shit with martin with shanae is like oh mental health issues aren't that fucking severe who needs it adhd kids have that not a big deal work on it that's the kind of attitude she's got I'm looking at Shanae's Instagram and just mm -hmm. all of her comments are people calling her out as they should for all of the problematic shit that she said. Mm. Oof. You know, what? <laughs> I don't there's one like she takes a picture with like two of her friends uh, mm -hmm. and one comment was uh, I bet they are wishing you never posted this. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the comment would be something like, oh, what lovely representation. Everyone in this picture has ADHD. Uh, One girl commented saying, Miss girl, you were. Uh, oh, wait. Oh, no, never mind. I thought she was uh, saying I missed who you were on week one as compared to week two. But then uh, I was just I just now realized um, oh. they were like, miss you, girl. Oh, I see. Well, look, man, uh, Shanae is a problem man and i don't like a digital dog pile unless it's a politician who fucked up and he said something stupid on twitter get him 
and fucking ruin their lives or whatever. But a digital dog pile does not do anything but push this kind of person person further out to the wrong end. Especially um, with what we've seen, whenever there's a villain on this show with yeah. people dogpile on them, they just they they entrench. embrace that in- attention. Yeah. So it's like they're not going to learn. Shanae is not someone who who oh. goes out of their way to identify as Shanae uh, is not going to be able to be mature oh, enough. She, she's not in the business of growth. No, none. Um. So Liz and Shanae have it out. Cassidy goes back to Clayton for make out city. And uh, then we get a clip of Sierra going, I know some stuff and I got to tell some stuff. And my notes go, oh, my God, Sierra, don't snitch. My God, please don't snitch. Turns out Cassidy has a fuck buddy. OK, this, I, has- I said it's funny you said that because I said the exact same shit where I was like, if you fucking try to uh tell clay in this it's gonna back it's gonna backfire uh, blow it's gonna backfire on you even Mm -hmm. though you're justified don't do it and based off of how everything's looking with the preview this might be one of the very few times in bachelor and bachelorette history where a contestant rightfully so snitched on someone's problematic behavior and it doesn't backfire on them so here's the thing about the problematic behavior in question. Now, the thing is, Cassidy, there's a clip of Cassidy talking to Sierra, which, first of all, you've known this woman four days. You're going to divulge a secret like this on live TV, like not live TV on that on TV like this and be like, hey, um, I have this fuck buddy situation where this guy is, um, you know, he texted me while we were in the hotel and I was like, I'm, I can't be around and i couldn't tell him why and he was like well i can't wait for whatever you, you get back from wherever you're going and she doesn't follow up with like me too or anything she's just kind of like i can't tell him where i'm at or anything she can't be like it's over or anything either because like what are you gonna i think she posted okay so cassidy posted something on tiktok that was like hey so sally's on tv being like i was supposed to get married today at after bringing up with her fiance two weeks ago. But I had a fuck buddy situation two weeks before being on the show. And I'm all I, but people are coming at me because it was a casual thing instead of a, a, a marriage thing. But sure. OK. And like, I agree with her on that point. We should be giving Sally more shit. Uh, that's what, uh, that's where I'm at with that. I thought I was going to get a laugh out of you, but you're clearly Googling something to get this. TikTok I was trying probably. to find, cause you said Cassidy TikTok, So I was trying to find. Yeah. 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 The thing video. is it got taken down because she spoils next week. Oh, so someone else saved the TikTok and, and like went over it and was like, no, nah, we're not taking this down. I have no contract under them. So I have this. Um, so Cassidy basically is like, oh, so. You offer Sally a rose, but not me, you know, like that's what she says. And like, oh, yeah, yeah. And like, look, man, we know it's coming because the episode ends with Clayton calling Jesse over and going, hey, man, uh, weird question for you. Has anybody taken a rose away before? And we're like, yeah, okay, you're going to take a rose away from Cassidy because who else has roses this week? Susie and Sarah. <laughs> You're gonna take a rose away from Susie or Sarah? Get the <laughs> fuck out of here! This, Which, okay, like, 
True. They're not being like, slick. This, is, this isn't like a oh my god out of nowhere spoiler. But uh, I will say if if that's the case with what Cassie is trying to make this point of like yo that's kind of hypocritical. Here's the thing. Sally technically engagement is off. She oh. is single. Right. And while yet, if there's any hopes that she has to get back with her previous fiance, that makes more sense because they were engaged to get married. Does it though? Does it though? Here's the thing. I don't care about the nature of the relationship. Mm-hmm. I would argue that if Sally came on the show having just broken up with her fiance and yeah, immediately got back together with them, that is like she was more predisposed to like get back together with the fiance or like not have strong enough feelings for Clayton to stay with him and then end up with the fiance anyway. Then Cassidy was just having dick appointments with this dude. Like she's just straight up. This is a fuck situation. She's not in love with the dude. She's he's basically calling her up. Like, what are you doing? And she's like, can't hang out. And he's like, oh, well, shit, I can't wait for you to get back. And she's like, I can't tell him what's up. Like, I'm not allowed to tell him why. If this you know? dude is just dick, why are you even talking to the other women about this? Especially it probably after, came up. It probably came up. after you saw how everyone treated Claire when Claire showed any, like I showed disinterest. Hold like, on. Course- You're expecting Cassidy to be fucking smart about anything. No, no, no. I'm calling bullshit on this idea right now. I'm okay, not expecting fair. anything out of Cassidy's fucking mouth to make sense at all. Like she's just she the first thing that happened was Hillary Duff. Oh, my God. Fuck all these bitches. I want to talk to Hillary Duff. (laughs) And then it's like, kids, gross. I want to fucking get on this man. I'm going to I'm going to fucking smooch him by the pool. I'm not here to plan a kid's party, which also part of me respects because I'm like, yeah, I don't you want me to show up to a group date and like hang out with kids how am i supposed to get to know you but this is playing the game it's like somebody's showing up to a job interview and they're like so uh where do you see yourself in five years and they're like you know what i see myself working hard and then that person and like cassidy's like i don't know man i probably won't be here that long the fuck you think this job is it's a job i'm swinging vine to vine over here you know like, that's what it feels like. And I can respect that kind of honesty. It's just the way that she went about it, which was just like ridiculous. So part of me is like, she's just an open book and is not bright. And so that's why she's talking to Sierra. Like that does you, add up. Now that I think about it, that does add up. I guarantee that Sierra and Cassidy were probably talking about the time before they were in the mansion. They were like, "Ooh, I can't believe we're in the mansion. It's like, yeah, it beats the hotel rooms, right? It's like, yeah, I had nothing going on. I watched all this stuff on Netflix. And then this guy I used to like sleep with fucking message me. And Sierra's like this guy you used to sleep with. It's like, well, yeah, we had like this, you know, fuck buddy situation to like about a month before I came out here or whatever, two weeks before I came out here. And uh, yeah, he messaged me during and the hotel. And I was like, I can't tell you. I can't tell him what's up. So I can't like, I don't want to be suspicious. So I'm like, Hey, I can't tell you. He's like, I can't wait to see you. And I'm like, I might be engaged by then. You know, like that's to me, to me, this isn't worthy of taking away a rose. Everything else is really. Oh, to me, this isn't it, man. To me, this isn't it straight up. This isn't it. No. Okay. Yeah. I know. But if, if look, okay. If, if I, 
if I'm out here, if, if I'm dating somebody who before dating me was seeing somebody else and just realized like, oh, I'm into I'm into you. That's great. That's it. You know, or like found out that we were like, hey, we're going to start dating and like couldn't have to keep it a secret and didn't want to give it away to anybody because of getting sued or contractual obligations and had to keep up a charade with somebody. I'd be like, fine. Like it, it's it's not like it's not like she's out on the whole thing. She's clearly into Clayton for what appear to be. And I hate that I'm saying this the wrong reasons. Um, so but it is still somebody who is there for the show, who's there for Clayton, who's there to be there. She's not someone who's like hoping to get back to Mr. Fuckstick. Mm-hmm. She's hoping to win. And like, yeah, if she doesn't, it's kind of like, remember how Thomas was like, well, yeah, I've thought about being the bachelor. And everybody's like, oh, he said the thing you're not supposed to say out loud. He said the thing you're not supposed to say out loud. It's like, yeah, man, if let's say, OK, OK, think about anybody from Michelle's season that we kind of like Rodney. Right? right. OK, let's say Rodney is is seeing somebody extremely casually. It's just sleeping around for up until like two, three weeks before going on the show. And he can't tell anybody what's going on with the show. He has to leave this girl hanging. But they knew it was just casual. It was just sex between them. That's it. That's all. Rodney's on the show like, hey, man, I hope Michelle picks me. She's amazing. But then Rodney gets cut from the show and he's got to go home and be like, fuck, everything sucks. And then he gets hit up by this girl who's like, I just saw you on TV for this whole time and I'm still down if you are. And he's like, yeah, I just got my heart broken. That's fine. In the back of his head, that's fine to happen. But he was there. He was present with Michelle. He was right. he was Uncle Dad on that show. And he was himself. And I love him very much. But I, I would I do think that we should extend that scenario onto Cassidy, too. I don't think this should be the reason her rose gets revoked. But I definitely think that she is awful enough to not be there. Okay, I see what you're saying. Basically, what you're saying is Cassie deserves to go home. This is just a dumb reason to send her home. Yeah, it's like how Al Capone got taken down for like some other thing. Like, what was <laughs> oh it? yeah, how Al Capone died from a like chlamydia or some shit. Yeah, yeah, syphilis. It's like, you he know died what? of syphilis, but he, but he, I think he got arrested for like taxes or something instead of all the murders. Or it's of like how we arrested. We finally got OJ convicted over stealing memorabilia and not yeah, yeah, for yeah. double homicide. Like, right. Yes. Yeah, like, exactly. We're glad he's in jail, but like, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're happy with the result, but not how we got there. Right. Like, um, I don't like the math you did, but I do uh-huh. like the result. Yeah. You know, like, when you, got, like, you, you got to show your, your math wrong. Yeah, yeah, you did all of your math wrong. Task failed successfully. I told you to do two plus two. You got four, but I'm looking at your work and there's triangles. I don't know why you yeah, did yeah, triangles. Yeah. But you somehow got the, the answer of four. So great. Yeah. I gave you a problem of two plus two with the equal sign and a very tiny amount of space to write the number four. And you somehow drew an entire hentai manga on the fucking page. <laughs> with the hentai manga plot. is holding a piece of paper that says four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I need a magnifying glass to see it. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. I don't think... I think for me, the reason why I thought it was like, what was just because of like the tone that she said the whole, I had this dude, I got dick waiting for me at home. 
Uh, That's what it felt like. I have dick waiting for me at home. That's that like the tone of it said like. What was too much like. uh, Oh, I don't need Clayton. I got dick at home, which is like, yeah, no, no one does. No one needs Clayton. But like it was just too (laughs) much like. It was just it was like, why? Like, why? Why? Why bring this up? Because I do I believe that she's the only person who went on this franchise with some dick or coochie waiting at home no. that they were going to link up with once they were done. Of course no. not. Are you kidding? No, of course That's not. Like, yes, I think it would be wrong that if you were in a full blown relationship and you purposely ended it to go on the show, that's fucked up. But if you had a relationship naturally end, and then you're like, fuck it, I'm going to go on the show like that I don't think is bad. But we're talking relationships, though. Right. But well, Cassidy's was a fuck right. Buddy well, I was just about to say. I was just yeah. about to say. But like, if you just fucking, like, that's it. You just fucking. You just getting. You getting dick door dashed to your place. Like, who cares? <laughs> like, it's just like, like you just, you just, you just, you getting like you, you got your just like the vaccine dose. You getting a little bit of dick dose. Uh, to fight off whatever depression and loneliness you get from quarantine. Like, let's not act like we all don't got dick appointments before that. We haven't been someone's like been like, yo, am I in network for you in terms of dick's appointments? Like this, this, do you accept my health insurance or am I out of network? Like we've all had that. That's totally normal that Cassie has some dick and then was just like, yo, I'm dipping on this show. And the dude's like, well, I'd like to see you when he come back. Of course, anybody's yeah. going to be like, anyone's going to be like, hey, I mean, if this don't work out. Yeah, I mean, that's like, yeah, that's in the back of your mind. But also, I guarantee that dude was like, OK, I'll I guess I'll see you when you get back and then scroll down to the next contact. Like, right. He's like, I want I got it. I'll give dick to someone else. And it's like, like it, it's is, just it like is you- what it is. And it just feels it feels hip, it doesn't feel like the proper reason for it and it's right. frustrating as how that this is what it is because her her personality is garbage she's trash she's awful like she's from la or lives in la like that's another thing because lives in la to you know that's one thing and i get it if you're in entertainment that obviously there's going to be some trash residual in there but if you're born in la and you're that trap. What's your fucking deal? What's your background here? Like, who is your dad and what does he do? I will say you, your analogy was good of like, it's just like the Thomas thing of just like, yeah, Thomas didn't do anything wrong saying that he had hopes to thought be about because right. everyone fucking has. You just don't vocalize it. Yeah. Cass- Cassidy, you are not the only person who had dick waiting at home. You just don't. There's no reason to bring it up. Yeah. Why None. bring it up? None reason. Zero percent. And uh, that's that's it. We're hit with a to be continued, knowing full well that Cassidy's going home. And like, in this preview, we see shots of Shanae, which means she's fucking going to get a rose, which means guaranteed. we have to deal with more of her shit. Which well, no, is no, annoying. they can't get rid of two villains. That's true. They got to keep one. And it's got to be the one who was full on like <laughs> mental health issues aren't real. God, can you believe this? Uh, yeah, uh, because I have ADHD too. 
this show is okay with uh, having gross uh, takedowns of people mm. uh, of mental health and uh, things of that nature versus, oh, are we going to slut shame a woman? Yeah, that's fine. Let's just do that. Let's just, that's, yeah. that's what's okay with this well, show. Yeah, I heard Brittany was a, a, a an escort in Chicago. You know, Cassidy small town. loves to have consensual sex. Oh, oh. my pearls. Oh. I'm clutching them. Yeah, but you know what's fine? You know what's fine, though? The way that she fucking sucked on that group date. <laughs> that was totally fine. That rules, actually. Just so we know, that ruled. The way she sucked, that ruled. Should we go into Roses and Thorns? I guess we simply must. Uh, you want to go first or me? You go ahead. Uh, so first and foremost, first thorn goes to did it last week. I'm going to do it this week. I'm probably going to do it for the rest of the season. Throughout first throne season. thorn goes to Clayton's existence. I hate it. Oof. I hate it so much. Um, I would much rather travel back in time to before I was vaccinated and get COVID than have to see Clayton on my TV screen. Don't you um, dare say that. Don't you talk like that about you. Don't do this. Make it external. Don't make it about. <laughs> don't you dare. I don't want to picture. I'm crying right now. Don't make me picture my boy like this. Okay. Okay. Fine. Fine. Thank uh, you. Then I wish I for a week straight. St- I would rather stub my toe for a week straight. Uh, there we than go. Have Clayton on my TV screen. That's a thorn. Another goes a thorn goes to literally everything about Shanae. Like I don't even want to point yes. out which aspect about her. Like literally every single thing she did, even the way she breathes is a thorn. Uh, like funny. just disgusting person. Um, and then my last thorn goes to Z-Way for clearly being told by the producers that she couldn't do what she probably wanted to do, which yeah. is fuck every fuck with everyone. Yeah. Uh, so that's a thorn. My roses Tell me go about to yes. My roses go to Elizabeth for like yeah doing her best to be the mature person in that situation. Mm-hmm. And I think even then like I'm not saying she had a moment that was immature, but like right. she eventually got caught up in that drama, and that well, like wasn't you her pushed fault. me off a thing. It's like yeah, right. Okay, I think no she, matter how mature you, she's, you are, she's punching back, baby. You can't. Right. Yeah, she was just she. It was self defense. It wasn't. Yeah. Uh, so shout out to Elizabeth for holding her ground and being like, and not and like not even trying to like go down to her level. She was just like, I'm gonna just stay chill for as long as I can. And you know what? Since you brought my name up, you push me. Keep my name out your mouth. Um, and then my other th- uh, rose goes to uh, Marlena for being like, I'm a fucking Olympian. Yeah. I'm a yeah. crush this shit. But she didn't win. But just like the way she brought up she was Olympian was still like tight. Um, yeah tight like it wasn't yeah. like a fucking condescending like i'm a fucking which nah. she has every right to do that because you're a fucking mm. olympian but like the way she did it was really dope so just like yo that's what's up shout out to marlena shout uh, out to marlena that is my uh roses. oh and last rose goes to the fact actually <laughs> the last rose hear me out okay goes to cast 
Hear me out. Uh, I'm listening. Hear me out. I'm listening. It goes to Cassidy because she reminded me how entertaining it is to see someone snitch on themselves while wearing a wire. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. When I give a roast to that, that moment. One girl on Paradise snitched yeah. on themselves, knowing damn well they're yeah. being recorded at all times. And then Cassidy is out here having private conversations, knowing mm. damn well that they're being recorded at all times. Like this is just a reality TV version of the Jinx. Where didn't Robert Durst like yeah. snitch on himself? Oh, and he just died too. And he just died. Shout out to snitches. Uh, <laughs> Fucking just hilarious. Like you snitch it on yourself live on record when you know the mic is hot. Like, what are you, Bobby Schmurder, where you're ratting out your own crimes? <laughs> Fucking you, you idiot. Yeah. Uh, uh perfect. Mikey, Great moment. Sweetie, baby, there it is. Honey, my lover. Now we can start you- the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to what <laughs> we didn't get right now. No, what are your Rosen Thorns laid on me? Uh, I will give I will tell you that we have very similar thorns. My thorn for Clayton isn't his existence so much as he just shouldn't be the bachelor. I I don't like um, I don't like the guys that he represents to me or like that part of the world that he that he reminds me of. But he's also just boring. However, I'm also give I'm, I'm going to flip flop between thorns and roses. A rose to Clayton saying. Hey, um, weird question. Has anybody taken away a rose before? Uh, and that is great. That is like the one time I was like, fucking a this idiot is the bachelor. Um, uh, I will give um, Cassidy a thorn uh, because she's Cassidy, but I will give the moment she drops the cake like looking like it's on purpose a rose because of the cut to Genevieve looking devastated and me picturing the kids eating it off the floor. And um, I will also give the moment of the kids telling, uh, (laughs) telling Cassidy that she sucks. And she's like, Hey, 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 don't come at me like this. That's not cool. You're not, I live with 25 other women in the house and I still get come after like this. It's not cool. Uh, Those are, those are roses for me. A thorn to Jill for crying for nothing. Uh, that's come on, Jill. We want you to feel. Come on now. Wasn't um, it, Jill reminds me. Wasn't there a character in Mean Girls where she was just always crying for like no reason? There was one girl in Mean Girls who shows up to like the seminar, the workshop thing that they do. That's in what the it end. is. Yeah, and it's like, like don't even, she doesn't even go she here. She doesn't even go here. It's like, do you even go to the school? It's like. I just have a lot of feelings like yeah go home <laughs> um but so uh yeah so thorn for jill's moment there uh, i'll give a combined rose to kira and kate for speaking up because i think kate uh was like yeah this is really inappropriate and unfair and kira spoke up for the group when cassidy wasn't doing stuff and uh kate was also like this isn't cool when it was the adhd stuff um I want to give a rose to Mara for not getting up and clocking Cassidy right in the fucking face. And uh, uh, I'll I'll say uh, that took a lot of restraint, I'm sure. I'll give a 
rose to tessa being like this is awkward it's like oh what's going on is there something going on it feels like something's going on uh that whole moment was very funny to me because tessa's like her entire existence on the show so far has been like ah i don't know am i as good as these other girls and then like oh it's awkward look at these there's so much going on but no one's saying it and so what's going on it's awkward Uh uh-oh uh that was her whole deal this episode a thorn to shanae and the whole shanae thing including fucking z-way uh not i mean i wish z-way had a lot more to do uh with it uh i want to give a rose to elizabeth handling her shit the way she had to and being like look this is inappropriate and saying like i did not say i love you uh and the final thorn is a thing we haven't talked about yet gabby's bigger pillow of clayton's face that gets a massive thorn oh you just have that now I mean, she Fuck spent off. money on that. Yo, might, like, production. If I spent money on a pillow, I'm a, I'm gonna be using that pillow as much as I can. Buddy, if I, I, uh, I mean, the second I got kicked off the show, yeah, I'll throw that shit away. But like, my girlfriend just- saw that pillow and and like the whole sequence where Gabby's like, yeah, I was gonna kiss this one and then kiss you, but then this one's kind of scary. And he's like, well, you can still kiss me. And, and and my girlfriend's like, seriously, he's still gonna kiss her after that. Of course, this guy's kissing everybody. She said, This guy's kissing everybody. I'm like, Yeah, this is The Bachelor. And she's like, Yeah, but she's fucked. (laughs) I was like, Oh, she showed up the first night with a pillow with his face on it and said that she wants to sit on his face. And she was like, Okay, that's that's good. Gots to see it through, my boy. (laughs) Anyway, point is. That's the you show. Still got to get it in. If you know what I'm saying, don't let the pillow stop you. Oh, the pillow would stop me immediately. What are you doing with a pillow of Colt, uh, Clayton Eckert? Yeah, crazy lady. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, point is, that's the show. We'll be back in two weeks because the show is off for a week. Um, and we've already got guests lined up for that. Kix is coming back on. And uh, Deanne is back with Nicole, and uh, we're 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 gonna have a solid crew for episode three to talk shit and smack about Clayton and the ladies. And I am good. Anything you want to say before we go? Nope. Well, good night, everybody. And now I'm gonna put the music in. Oh, actually, I do got one final point. What you guys say? I was fucking right about the Esquire shit. Don't let Mike Carosa make you think otherwise. I was right as I, I was right about Esquire the whole time. It's a regular ass title that anyone can use. You don't have to be a, a lawyer. Uh, lick my gooch if you thought I was recording. Wrong. Okay, you were right. Chris was right That's all for I British purposes. That's all I need people to know. All right.